Hello, and welcome to On Walking the Way. This week, we're going to continue on our Easter theme, and we're going to pick up this story a little over a month after Easter. Beginning in Acts, we read this sermon of Peter to the crowd that was gathered around to see what was going on. Let all the house of Israel, therefore, know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified. Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? And Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you and for your children and for all who are far off, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to himself. So last week, we looked at our role in the crucifixion of Jesus. And in this sermon, Peter is very bluntly spelling out for all those that were listening to him how they are to blame for the death of Jesus. Of course, for some in the audience that day, they were literally responsible in that they were likely in the crowd that shouted, Crucify him! But it is worth noting that many in this crowd were likely not in that crowd, but were no less culpable. This was a Jewish holiday, and those gathered gathered to celebrate it. They were Jews, and Jesus was their Messiah, and they rejected him rather than embrace him. So what should we do? When they heard Peter's message and realized that what he said was true, they were left in a crisis of actual guilt. Now, not guilty feelings, but actual guilt. And worst of all, they had no idea what to do with their newly realized guilt. They cried out, Brothers, what shall we do? I think they wanted to do something to atone for their own sin, but the answer likely surprised them a bit. They were told to change their mind and believe in Jesus, but not just believe he existed or that he was good after all. They were to believe in him for the forgiveness of their sins. They had to believe that Jesus was now their source of forgiveness. They were to ask him, as Peter himself had to do not long before this sermon, to forgive them. He was now their only hope and the source of their cleansing and forgiveness. For a Jew, in a time that the sacrificial system was in full swing, this was a lot to take in. They were being asked to put Jesus in the place of that entire sacrificial system and trust in him for their forgiveness and cleansing. They really did have to change their minds, or repent, so to speak, down to the core of their beliefs. But they had to be thinking, how? Like Peter, the crowd that day were being forced to look at their recent utter failure. And for those that were being honest with themselves, they had to be thinking, how do I go on without immediately failing again? Here again, in just a few words, Peter gives them an answer they will be digesting for the rest of their lives. 
And here it is. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Peter was not telling them to go out and try harder next time. He was reminding them of the promise of God in the prophets and announcing to them that the promised gift has been given to all those that put their trust in Jesus. The Holy Spirit has been given in a way that was previously unknown. That pillar of fire that led Israel through the wilderness was now given as a tongue of fire on each believer's head to guide us all through the wilderness to the promised land. The Holy Spirit has been given to all who believe. For, as Peter said, the promise is for you and for your children and for all who are far off, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to himself. This week, let's encourage ourselves and each other that walking the way of Jesus is not a matter of trying harder so that maybe this time I won't fail. It is a matter of trusting Jesus for our forgiveness and trusting in the gift of the Holy Spirit to truly change us, however slowly, into the image of Christ. Have a great week.